Welcome back to In the Attic. My name is Ronel, and I know it's been a minute, but I'm back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've been busy. It's the end of the semester, you know, school's pretty much about to be done. I'm just getting through finals and a bunch of work done, but uh, I've been a little stressed, but uh, I think things are kind of looking up. I think I'm just getting over the hill. I hope so. I've been manifesting and really just like putting that energy out there. So I really hope that things are going to end up well. I'm also like hoping that all of my listeners and everyone that I know is doing super well as well. I keep saying, well, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to the show. So now that we're winding down to the end of the semester and summer is upon us and the COVID cases are going down from what I'm seeing or what I'm guessing, hopefully, hopefully it's going down and hopefully that we can get out of quarantine. Am I right? <laughs> like, no, seriously, it's been forever. It's been more than a year, but I guess I'll, I'll talk more about COVID on another day today. Let me tell you what I've been watching. So Hakeem got me back into RuPaul's Drag Race. He's been getting into it. So I've got been so I've been getting back into it. Our spirits have really been tethering, which I love. It's, it's, it's amazing. We're experiencing art together. We're laughing together. We're doing dumb shit together. It's great. I love I love all the friends that I have around in my life. And I'm really grateful for everybody who's out there and listening to me. Thank you. <laughs> this is my this is my moment. This is my show. I just want to say thank you to the Academy, to my family, to my friends. No, I'm playing. Let me stop. But um, yeah, I've been watching. Well, I haven't been watching the whole se- series. I've been watching All Stars because I've never seen it. And I was just like, okay, well, I was like, whatever. Season, um, season one of All Stars, I did not like. But season two, I just started it. I watched episode one. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm not the biggest RuPaul stan, but I got to give RuPaul his credit where it's due because this show is a little interesting, even though it's like a little bit of the same schemes here and there. I don't like the new challenges for the newer seasons because they all feel like acting challenges. I'm sorry, RuPaul. I don't want to come for you, but that's what it feels like. I'm just like, damn, I just wish things were like, I don't know. I, I kind of want to spin. It's like I'm kind of sick and over of acting challenges i don't know as soon as um <laughs> as soon as snatch game comes on i'm oh i'm i'm there for it i'm always there for it but yeah uh i've been i guess other than that i've been watching like a few animes uh i started watching season two of one punch man i know it's i uh, listen <laughs> I've been watching, I've been rewatching a few animes, a few of my classics. Carol and Tuesday. If y'all have not seen Carol Tuesday, yes. From the last episode of From Husbando Wars, where I had Brianna as my guest, y'all need to watch Carol and Tuesday. Okay. I'm sorry. I need to say it. We have a black girl, a black girl as the main character for a good ass anime. Hello. The creator of this show is also the same creator of Cowboy Bebop. What are you waiting for? If you have seen it, watch it again and download all of their music. Speaking of music, I've been listening to... Mm, what have I been listening to? Give me one second. Girl. All right. So 
I've been listening to, I'm going to shout out Miss Girl. Let me shout out Miss Cookie Kawaii. I like her music. I like her DJ bums. It could some, sometimes sound the same. That's not a read. I just, I guess that's her style, which I love because I don't know New Jersey music at all. But girl, I be, <laughs> drop it low, drop it, drop it, drop it low. She be cutting up on my IG um, newsfeed every day and on my TikTok. I'm like, girl, you doing your thing. Good for her. I stand her. She doing her thing. Go show her some love. I think my favorite song is not vibe, but I love quarantine and chill because it fits the move. It's it's like on theme. It's great. Miss Cookie Kawaii, we there for the win. Um, I'm also gonna shout out Kate. Y'all don't know who Kate is. She's from Australia, and um, she doesn't have an album out yet. She's like an upcoming. I would say. R&B, um, meaning like, I guess sometimes rap, but she's very R&B and I love, love her music. I'm just mad because she has, she doesn't have an album out. She has an EP and a few singles, which I love. If you just look up her name, K-A-I-I-T, any song you click on, I guarantee hit. But OG, um, OG Kush Love. Is that what it is? I'm pretty sure that's OG Love Kush. I'm so sorry. <laughs> OG Love Kush. And Natural Woman and Miss Shiny are like some of my favorite songs. I love the I love those songs. I just like, I've been listening to her for so long. I'm just waiting for her to come up with that album. Like, damn girl, you can't be sounding good like this and not have an album out. What we finna do? Right. Like, <laughs> no, seriously, she dead ass needs to come up with an album. I've been waiting forever. Like, uh, Brianna, I'm over you. I'm over you. I'm reaching my branches. At this point, you can keep your album. Now, let me stop. Um, Rihanna, I'm just waiting. You know, you got us waiting here, too. I'm just like chilling like a villain. Let me stop. No, seriously, <laughs> and get back on track. So today I want to talk about cancel culture. And the reason why I want to talk, well, I've always wanted to talk about this because I was like, damn, when I get on a podcast, I need to talk about cancel culture and the problems about it. First of all, cancel culture is bad. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was a fellow supporter of cancel culture. And in some ways today, I kind of still am okay but it's different so you already know that i love choice tv i love his i love i like i i feel like i love his way of thinking because it's very different than a lot of um content creators that i come across so i love his videos his analysis his critiques and like you know his whole thought process there are many videos i also like disagree on when it comes to choice but what i love about choice is that he offers perspective he thinks like from a different point of view usually when i find content creators they always talk about things that are on brand for them unlike choice and i guess a few other youtubers i don't know i feel like youtube loki had died because of not only quarantine but cancel culture has been on a muck since COVID hit. I'm not even kidding. Y'all be canceling bitches left and right. And honestly, I'm kind of tired of it. No, I'm not even a kind of, I'm really tired of it. And it's, it, it bothers me. It bothers me more because y'all cancel people, but y'all let other um celebrities get away with like the dumb, stupid shit that they do on the daily. Like, I'm going to beat the dead horse, Nikita Dragon. I'm really over her. 
I'm 100% over her. And I hate the fact that y'all are still giving this woman a platform. Y'all are making memes out of her. Y'all are making um, jokes about her on the daily, talking about how she is this and that and has, um, she basically plays every other race. Y'all do know that hate also brings views, right? Listen, my problem, my biggest issue with cancel culture is the fact that it hasn't, it doesn't really cancel people. It's more like we're gonna put you on pause and then we're gonna come back a few years a few years later and we're gonna see how you do. And pretty much Nikita Dragon, James Charles, Jeffree Star, Shane Dawson, you know, all those celebrities have been getting away with the same shit over and over. Shane Dawson, however, I will say this. Shane Dawson has been getting over his shit. He's just been it just keeps opening up. The wound is like still fresh and people are still bringing it up that whole thing with jaden smith and shane dawson i was like girl i wouldn't come on the internet either shit <laughs> i get it that he made those comments years ago but they were very problematic but back onto the subject of miss nikita dragon when y'all are going to do cancel culture cancel the person stop giving them feed like block them unfollow them don't give them content they're of course they're gonna try to come back and get into your eyes and that's what nikita has done it's gotten so bad nikita has her own show on netflix y'all did that nikita not only has a cult following but she has a cult of haters and those haters are always clicking on her videos their their haters are watching her every move um, constantly on her Instagram page. I'm just like, if y'all gonna cancel her, just cancel her. Listen, I used to follow Nikita. She, till this day, she is still giving in the looks, except when she dresses like people from other ethnicities, specifically black women. I do not like that. I don't like that. And no one does. And you should be clocked for it. And you should definitely be held accountable for it. Nikita Dragon has never came online and apologized. Her If she apologized, I don't even think she ever has. They're really light and subtle, and they're not really an apology. It's just like, well, I did what I had to do. That's how she basically comes across, which I'm I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it at all. Like, we need to do better. Like, if y'all are going to want to make cancel culture work, because cancel culture does not work for a lot of these celebrities. I will say this. Cancel culture does work on average people, which I love because it holds average people accountable. Not saying that it should be a lifetime sentence, but it's more so that it's helped correcting the wrongs. I think back in a day, not back in a day day, but more like a couple of months ago, there was like this great trend of like canceling young white high school students who were known for like making racist remarks. And we would like go online and <laughs> call the principal, <laughs> call the, um, call the, what's that person called? Oh, the principal's boss, the person that they are afraid of. Oh, damn. I haven't been in high school for a minute. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm just going to call them the board. So the board of education. They would call the board of education and they would just like, they would get them all their scholarships taken away, all their <laughs> all their college application processes, I mean, all their college applications revoked. It would be gone and it'd be a lesson learned. It's just like, we don't, we don't wanna live in this world anymore. 
I'm going to say something and all the generations going to be mad, but y'all can be mad. But Gen Z is making a change. I'm going to clap. Let me put my mic down. Let me Gen Z is making a fucking change. I, I have to say it. I have to say it. They've been doing things and they've been a part of the media and we've been coming in swarms and ways. We've been doing what we have to do. We are politic we are becoming more politically aware. We are becoming more accepting and people call us soft, but like everyone in the old days were racist and mean. And people are still very much so racist and mean today. And when y'all call us soft, we're not being soft just because we're soft. We're making a correction. It was like, we don't want to live like this anymore. It's like some things that the older generation has done has been seen as very toxic to the younger generations, especially like with some parents. I'm not, girl, <laughs> this episode is not about that. But listen, we here and we ready to go. That whole rally thing with Donald Trump and how all them Gen Zers bought all them tickets and how nobody was in. Yo, props to them. The internet is a very powerful place. It's so crazy with how much power you can have in one day and how gone. Oh, wait, not how gone and how it will be gone in a matter of seconds or minutes hours or even a day how you could just lose everything thanks to the internet because of an old tweet that someone dug up and they can literally stamp you as racist homophobic transphobic xenophobic anything under the umbrella and there was definitely a racist era where everybody was cracking jokes about africans haitians you know most people of color calling um um, what's it called? The whole African booty scratcher thing, um, calling Muslim terrorists. It's bad. It's just like there was a whole era for that where everybody was doing that. And that was disgusting. It's bad. And we're making corrections now. We don't want to live like that. I don't want to live like that. I'm 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 accepting and I'm ready for this change. I'm ready to see what this generation got because honestly. I'm over it. I'm over the old ways. It's not working. It's just a bunch of old people trying to make money. <laughs> a bunch of bigots. That's what I think. But this cancel culture thing is real. I guess this is where I should plug a message in. Watch what you post online. Please watch what you post online. I should watch what I post online too, but I feel like I already do that. I don't, I don't really post like that online. My Snapchat is like, I guess the most, but I mostly text on Snapchat. I don't really be posting like that. Whenever I'm posting, I'm either posting for a podcast or maybe a selfie or maybe a holiday, but I'm barely posting. My Instagram stories, I don't have none. Instagram, I'm also texting big ass group chat. Um, Instagram is like, has my dad art on it. Facebook, I mostly share stuff. I'm there to watch and see what people are talking about. It also like feels, it also gives me like fuel for ideas when it comes to the podcast. But uh, I think 
Yeah, I don't I, I don't really post like that. The only thing I really post more frequently is probably this podcast. I I don't really like posting. I don't consider myself a content creator. I most mostly do things in my own self-interest and me being like and me just like posting things online isn't like my favorite thing in the world. It's nice to see what other people think and get their reaction and their views and get in contact with people, but I don't know. I kind of just like to live a low profile for the most part. I mean, I like chilling with my friends and I like going out, but who knows? Oh, one more thing I wanted to bring out. I want to talk about this kind of hierarchy system that cancel culture has an effect on. You know, there's like Irish people, there's Insta models, the TikTokers, the YouTubers, and then you have like top class celebrities. I'm talking like Beyonce. We're talking about Drake. We're talking about Rihanna. And how cancel culture basically affects some of these people. So with average people, it's easy for the most part, especially if you're like on the internet and you have a following and someone catches you doing some clownery, girl, TikTok will get on that real quick. There will be someone being like, this person is over party. And I'm like, yep, they'll show, they'll come up with the evidence and the tweets. The person would come out as in, I guess, Two different things? I mean, I'm sounding confusing. All right. So, boom, racist comes out and be like, oh, nigga this, nigga that, da 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 da. And then someone on TikTok would be like, oh, that's on someone on TikTok would be like, oh, that's very racist. I don't like that. They would share that. <laughs> they would um, dox their fucking emails. They would put where they work, where they go to school, their whole Facebook page, their organization their Instagram, and then they would, ooh, they would go text your boss, they would text your teachers, your principals, and everybody, and I just be like, damn. <laughs> and the power is just ridiculous. And those racists will either come up and be like, yeah, I'm racist. B, they probably play the victim. I'd be like, oh, I didn't mean it. I said a long time ago, I was really peer pressuring to doing it. Or um, C, they just flee the internet, which I think is the best option. What can you do after that? After you get canceled off of the internet, you just leave. Then it settles down. You do better. You learn from your mistakes. You move on. That's it. And that's how I feel like it's always been. But there are people with higher power who don't seem to get that. We have Insta models, TikTok, and YouTubers. I'm mostly going to focus on YouTubers because I don't know too many of TikTokers. I don't even follow the the Milio sisters. Is that their name? I know I sound like an old-ass man. I'm mostly on... I know more YouTubers, and that's it. I mostly know YouTubers and top-class celebrities more than I do Insta models or TikTokers. But they out there. They're definitely out there and they're doing problematic shit. And people are getting canceled for it left and right, especially on TikTok and Instagram. It's very easy and it's scary to see the power of people, the power of TikTok. TikTok is so powerful in the way of how many people are like sucked up into it. It's ridiculous. It's so bad. It was so bad. Um, I remember, I think back last summer, I was trying to get a Nintendo Switch and um, TikTok was like trending with um, Animal Crossing and a new Switch. And when that was happening, I could not get a Switch. I couldn't get one. Everybody was getting one. I was like, damn, I hate 
I hate when that happens sometimes because then companies will be like, oh, we got the mass attention. We about to raise these prices up. We about to price gouge. That's what Crocs did. Y'all remember how Crocs used to be cheap, how they used to be like $30 and such and such. Like I literally have these blue Crocs right here. I got them from an outlet mall and they were not, they were very inexpensive. I think I got them for like $25 and they look like a regular their pair of Crocs. Now, when you go on a Crocs website, you got to pay $50. Why? Everybody's wearing Crocs now. It's a fashion statement. Back in the day, if you were caught wearing Crocs, you were clowned. <laughs> it's so crazy to see how things have changed and how I'm just like watching the trend line just go and go and go. And kind of, I'm kind of obsessed with it, but I'm here for it as well. It's whatever. It's cool. Uh, but back to this hierarchy system, I feel that these... um. I feel that average people are more susceptible to being canceled, but when it comes to like people with more followers and a higher degree, I feel like it's uh it's a lot more difficult because they'll be gone for like a month, two or three, and then they'll come back and then they'll be like, Hi, I'm better than better. And um that apology video doesn't represent me. I'm like, girl, get over it. Like James Charles is being canceled right now because he's a pedophile i'm like okay he's a pedophile lock him up send him to prison uh, make him a registered sex offender i don't know how the court system works but it's it bothers me because people are still talking about him and he still got his name um his name in their mouths and i'm just like i'm being a hypocrite because i'm doing the same thing but i'm doing it in a sense to let everybody know that when you cancel somebody, you need to cancel somebody. Stop bringing them up. I'm over it. I didn't even want to bring up Nikita or James. I wanted to talk about Little Nas X, which who I am about to get to in a minute. But I do want to say this. We need to cancel people. When you cancel them, you need to cancel them. You need to unfollow. You need to block. You need to unsubscribe. It's just, why? It's just like, oh, I always find them entertaining. Like, Nikocado Avocado, he's like, very problematic. Trisha Paytas, very problematic, but we love the mess. And that's what people are here for. They're here for the mess. And they're always going to have like a cult following, but like still like Nikita Dragon, y'all literally are letting her get away with whatever she wants. She literally tanned her skin so dark where it looks like she's black. Um, She had box braids in and um, she even joked about playing, about being every race. She joked about how she's every race and we're letting her get away with it. She goes out to these parties and these events, especially when the COVID cases were peaked high without a mask. She'll have these big ass parties. And I'm just like, why are y'all like, I, I, I tuned out. Anyone that talked about Nikita Dragon, by the way, I blocked. No, not blocked. I'm more so like, um, I guess I reported the video. I'm such a pick me. I report I didn't it wasn't like a report. It was more like uh a dislike. I was like, I'm not here. I don't want to watch this. I would like like on TikTok, if you hold down the video itself, it would be like, Oh, do you not like it? Or something like that. 
And then I'd be like, oh, I don't really want to see content like this because I'm not interested. And that's how it is whenever someone who is pretty much canceled in my eyes, like when I cancel someone, they're going to get canceled. And um, uh, one important thing that Troy's TV, who I love, <laughs> um, one important thing that he said that I think holds a lot of volume to cancel culture is that we need to keep that same energy, which is very true because not only are these um, low-tier celebrities, I would call them the influencers, whenever they do stupid shit, some of these celebrities are doing stupid shit too. Let's talk about Chris Brown. Ow, he's a colorist. <laughs> and ugh, I don't even, I don't know, I don't even know what else to say. I've never really supported Chris Brown in a sense, he makes great music. He's just a shitty person. You know how many assault charges he has? He is very aggressive, and he always, always gets away with it. Always. Like, does anyone even support Chris Brown? We all know. Listen, I was there when Tokyo Vanity said <laughs> how he was a coon, how he kicked out... Um, how she, uh, how he kicked out her dark skinned best friend from the club, and da 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 da, and how he only finds um, light skinned girls attractive, which is a real issue because colorism is a very real issue, especially in the black community, and it needs to be talked about more. There's a lot of issues that are in the black community, and it would take probably damn near a century to get through all of them, but. I guess we're working on it, step out of the time. And I'm glad that we're working on it. We should be building a future to our healthy living and positivity. I really love how we're talking more about mental health and we're doing things to be more in tune with, I guess, nature. Some people say that. Some people say we're getting more in tune with nature. Some people love the older things in life, our antiques. Some people love the antiques. I just love it. It's, it's like, ugh. There's, I don't know about y'all, but on my side of TikTok, I'm getting like this healthy mental mind, very spiritual um, manifestation vibe. I've, I, I really love it. And that's what's like, I've been kind of projecting myself. I wouldn't say that I'm too much of a spiritual person. I'm an atheist, but it's, uh, it's nice. It's calming. It's, you know, the whole breathing exercise things, the exercise, the health, the eating better and, you know, just living life and trying to be more happy and stop trying to stress over so many little things. I'm stressed now because it's the end of semester and finals, but I just love the improvement. Um, yeah, that's, that's my whole piece on cancel culture. Um, Speaking of celebrities, let's get into Lil Nas X. I added this <laughs> at the last minute. Um, but uh, before we get into that, I'm going to take a little break. So uh, I'll be right back. And we're back. Okay, so Lil Nas X. Mm, very controversial, but I like it. So is WAP. I mean, here's what I thought. And here's what I've been thinking for the longest. I know it's been 
couple of weeks since the video came out but uh i've been discussing it with all my friends getting their thoughts and their opinions on it i've been seeing a bunch of reviews because of course i have to be involved i feel like i have to be involved Not x is a successful gay black man hello how many of those do we get singers let me say singers <laughs> singers because the only person i can really think off the top of my head is Taja call and rupaul and that's it and honestly i'm bored of them Who's jamming to RuPaul's music? <laughs> I'm I'm being dead ass. If you're not like Little Nas X is mainstream, I get it. He's an industry plant, but um, who's really streaming RuPaul's music? Listen, RuPaul makes a, makes a few bops, but I feel like his bops are very what's the word dated? I don't know shit about. Listen, I'm in no position to judge RuPaul and his music, but. In my opinion, I think it's a little dated. I'm just a little over it because it just sounds like very high beat, electrical, you know, dancing music. It's just like, uh, I've, it's like I've heard it before. It's the same thing. It's just like, it's not something that I can heavily relate to. I'm not a drag superstar. I mean, not all of his songs are about drag, but it's like, uh, it's not, it's nothing groundbreaking in my eyes successful congratulations and to all the drag queens who are making music keep going for it keep going for the gold but i was i'm talking about someone mainstream i'm talking about a mainstream gay black artist we don't have too many of those should i didn't have no one to look up to when i was in high school from an artistic perspective when it comes to music, of course. It's like, when I was young, I didn't really have too many, I didn't really have any <laughs> gay black figures to look up to. When I was really young, I just spent all my time watching YouTube. I love Tyler Oakley, Joey Graceffa, and it was just that for a minute it was just like these white gays living their life in la having money and doing what they do and i'm just like oh girl they look like they're having fun i even thought about moving to la but i heard everyone there was fake i can't do that i cannot do that but um back to little nas i would say that i'm proud of him it like uh, i have to give him his credit i have to give little nas x his credit because I really thought the whole Old Town Road phase was corny. The man can't dance. Um, his singing isn't that impressive, but his songs are catchy and he is a meme. <laughs> He's a walking meme. He's a jokester. He loves, he doesn't really take anything seriously except for his music, which I love. And it's a drive and people will come for him and be like, oh, this is just um, the media making a gay agenda. Okay, so what? We don't have any like representatives on the mainstream when it comes to really gay men or anything gay women. It's it's the LGBTQ plus community deserves recognition unlike anything. I hate the fact that people are saying that it's um what was what did I say that it's a trend. And then that it's like they're just putting it on the forefront just for people to watch it and see it. It's it's 
better than that. It's art. It's beautiful. It's different perspectives. It's things that we've never heard or seen before. And your immediate reaction is disgust because of the way that you came about and the way you grew up and how you view things. And I get it. Everyone's fair to have their own opinion. But who are you to say that they can't have a platform to perform what they want to perform? Lil Nas X may, to, may be an industry baby to a lot of you, but he's glowing up. He's doing what he has to do. How many of you ever thought that Lil Nas X was going to make it past that <laughs> Old Town Road phase? I didn't. I didn't think he was going to even get past that. And little did I know, he blew up. I feel like he's getting out of that phase. I feel like he's making a change and a name for himself. And the competition right now is fierce. He's competing with WAP. So Montero, call me by my um, call me by your name. I think it was fair ground. He wanted that shock culture while telling heterosexuals, if you don't like me being gay, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, no, seriously, it that's how it was. I mean, there were moments where I did believe that he was taking it too far, but the shoes, yeah, kinda. I kinda see that Pentagon symbol thrown around, thrown around in a lot of places. So that doesn't really phase me. The Bible quote mostly phased me. For any of you who believe that there was actual blood in the shoe, I'm very concerned about your well-being. I mean, why would you think there would be actual human blood in a shoe? I'm sorry, I had to take a pause because how dumb you gotta be to I'm so yeah, how dumb do you gotta be to actually believe that there's human blood in a shoe? Really? Y'all think there's actual blood in a shoe? Listen, I'll say this. The Bible quote was too much. It was too much. I would say that. Me being an atheist, I would say that the Bible quote was too much on a shoe. It was a nice looking shoe. Besides for that, it was a hot looking shoe. It's just some of y'all just are mad that he expressed himself and he's trying to like level his playing field. I feel like Lil Nas X is taking his music career very seriously, extremely seriously. He wants to elevate on that level. He he got a taste of shine and he wants to keep that shine. He won a Grammy, didn't he? He won like two, he won two or three Grammys for that Old Town Road. And I was like, that, that that's a shame. I'm sorry, the Grammys are trash. That song was bad. <laughs> it was cute when it came out, but it shouldn't have won three Grammys. It was just bad. Listen, I love Little Nas X. I think he's a great supporter. I'm really rooting for him only because he's a gay black man and he has a goal and he's aiming for something. And this isn't just a shot for just black men. I'm like, I, I want to see other people form. I, I'm open to listening to different types of music. Of course, I'm not going to rock with everything, but there are some things that I like and there are some things that I don't like. Like I've been listening to a lot of Grimes. I don't know what's wrong with me. A lot of people hate Grimes too. And I don't know what I, I don't know why I love it. It's like a very ethereal of a worldly witchy feeling. But back to Lil Nas, I just, he, <laughs> jail for whoever put that wig on top of him when they were going down that pole that wig was not cute with the braids and the hair mm -mm. that was a one look i did not like 
I don't know. It was just the braids. It didn't look like it was on right. I don't know. Uh, I would have went with a different type of wig. Me personally. I've never been down a pole. <laughs> but I ain't against it. But it's... Oh. Yeah, jail. For whoever that person was. Because that... <laughs> Oh, I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like the wig. I, I just did not like the wig. It did not look good. But the other costumes, oh, I was, it was giving. It was giving. It was giving. That little costume when he was chained up, he kind of looked like Cupid. It was giving very Cupid with the pink hair. I love that look. It was very cute. I love that look. The Eve look, I wasn't a big fan of that either. The CGI made it look a whole lot better with the atmosphere. But he really needs to work on his form. You know, running and dancing. I get that's not his thing. But the pole dancing, very impressed. When I first saw him going down that pole into the depths of heaven, into the um to the depths of hell, at first it sent me. I was I was weak. I was dying. I was like, there was no way this man just rolled down a pole into hell. And then it sent me even further when I saw him grinding on Satan. I was like, oh my God, he is going for it. And I already knew from that moment, it was going to be controversial. It was going to be an issue. But I was like, hey, so is WAP. But look at WAP. It's performing well. Cardi B is making her money. She is making her bag. Now, in my eyes, Cardi B is not a rapper, but she is a damn good entertainer. She is doing what she has to do to make her bread and to go to sleep happy at night. Y'all may hate her <laughs> and say the barbs may hate her and say she's a bad artist, but girl, she making her money. Now, listen, I don't take sides. I don't take sides. I don't, I'm not a stan. The only person I stand is Frank Ocean. That's right. That's the only man that I will stand. Everyone else can kiss my ass because I know they're going to get canceled. This man do no wrong. I love this man. Frank Ocean, he's a key. He's the key to our society. He's the key to hope. This man makes great. He doesn't make music. He makes art. I'm in love with his music. His, oh my God. I will never, I don't think I would ever get sick and tired of his music. I haven't felt this way since when I was in high school and I was obsessed with My Chemical Romance, which I... I listen to them here and there, but Frank Ocean, that man can sing his ass off. Rest in peace to his brother, though. I'm wishing him well. I'm hoping that he gets back into the studio sometime soon. Not forcing it, because I know he needs time to mourn over the loss of his brother. But Frank Ocean, you are a, a delight. You are a delight. You are something that not many people see but they need to recognize no seriously he is an inspiration and i know he's part of the lgbtq plus community another <laughs> member of the community and a black man who i stand and support but i didn't have him back in the day back in the day i don't think he was bi but i wouldn't know anything because i didn't listen to his music back in the day why should I? What what the what does a high school student gotta be a high school middle school student gotta really be pressed about to be listening to Frank Ocean of all people? Like, oh my gosh, fourteen year old listening to thinking about you. I was like, girl, what do you know? <laughs> really? No, that was my cousin. When Blonde came out, she listened to that whole album was in her bag. I was like, what's wrong with her? Now I listen to Blonde, and I understand.
Because every time Knights or Siegfried comes on, oh, it doesn't even gotta be any one of those songs. It could be White Ferrari. Oh. I dig but I digress. Lil Nas X, keep doing what you're doing. Keep making your money. A lot of people were <laughs> hating. I mean a lot of people. They see you very differently, but you're making a stand. You have a voice. It's your time to represent. Um, it's time. It's time for you to make your mark. Keep going after that goal. Keep going after that money. And I encourage that not only for him, but for everybody who's listening. Keep doing your things. No, seriously. Like, make yourself happy. Stop caring so much about what other people think. And I feel like I really like started to come around around that with this coming up age situation i haven't been dating i've been taking this whole COVID situation and mostly focusing on myself and making myself happy and you know i haven't been on like uh, uh i haven't been on tinder or bumble or any of those dumb dating apps anymore because i'm just like i'm not gonna find the love of my life in my neighborhood i gotta explore and that's what i want to do I want to explore. I want to see what's out there, not only for me, but what the world has to offer for me. It's it's great. It's a very egoistic um, <laughs> trait, I guess you can say, I've developed. And I feel like that's something that everyone should develop is a certain care for yourself and not really put too much thought of what everyone else thinks. It's making yourself happy. That matters. Egoism. Something egoism define a term where it is uh you care about your own self-interest not making you egotistical because you can still be sympathetic and as well as empathetic but you're putting yourself first which i think is very important i think everyone should follow that um i think that's all i got <laughs> pretty much you know keep doing you keep loving that energy keep you know project what you got out there and find your way do what you gotta do stream free stream frank ocean little nas x i'm in your corner and i'm rooting for you until you do some dumb shit then i'm gonna have to clock you and um i'll see you in the next one all right have a nice night everyone bye <laughs>